And broadcasting on the Chorus Radio Network and worldwide via the web for over six years. You're listening to The Real Money Show, brought to you by Guildhall Wealth Management. Today in studio, we have the president of Guildhall, Paul Wiseman, and our senior analyst, Darren Long, as well, well-respected in the bullying community, and have been addressing and speaking with the public at large via their seminars and speaking engagements for a combined 21 years. Guildhall's been helping people uh, over the world, uh, the world over, rather, since, what, 2002, to purchase and own physical gold, silver, and colored diamonds as well. They're uh, representatives, not financial advisors. Sorry, natural, as opposed to the ones we made yesterday. Of course they're natural. You guys are not financial advisors, we know that, or planners in past performance of gold, silver, color, diamonds, natural. Color diamonds are not indicative of future performance. We always uh, start with the phone number one eight seven seven eight silver Bounce over to therealmoneyshow.com. Get your precious metal advisor. And we still have that deal happening for uh, for January, correct, Darren? Where it is uh, for every $5,000 of bullion purchased at Guildhall e-store, you get a free one gram gold maple leaf coin and free delivery. I wanted to interrupt you there because mm-hmm. the reason I said natural fancy colored diamonds, there's a really interesting article in the Rappaport this week about they're hiring 80 extra GIA diamond grading experts because of some of these diamonds that are actually out there that are man-made and are actually worthless. How do you man-make a diamond? Squeeze the core really Cook it up in the oven, but they do. But again, you know, they're hiring 80 extra employees to do GIA diamond grading. It's a very, very um, elaborate job. And Mm -hmm. actually, we're proud to have on board with us my daughter, Nicole, who is a uh, GIA natural fancy diamond grading expert. So uh, we're very, very proud of that. Darren, always start with the uh, the update for the week. How was it? Well, the week is good. The year is better. I mean, silver's up 8.9% as we're taping the show today on Thursday. Gold's up 6.6% on the year. And against the TSX, it's down 4.3% year to date. And the Dow at last check was down 2.8% year to date. And the very first thing we want to lead today is the onset of January has, of course, brought about more discussion in regards to the demand for coinage. And the U.S. Mint for 2015 Silver Eagle sales has started off very strong. They've had 3.6 million sold in the first two reporting days of 2015 alone. And the U.S. Mint started selling gold eagles last week with 51,500 ounces reported on the first day of sales. And the U.S. Mint released these official first day uh, sales information on the 12th of January. So still with a couple of weeks left in the month, and we could be on target to hit the highest January in history. But again, it should surprise nobody that's been a longtime listener uh, of this show that we are making these historical moments because demand for bullion is rising. So far this year, the U.S. Mint has sold 3.6 3.6 million silver eagles compared to about 56,500 gold eagles. So, I mean, they're on their way to making a monthly record, and we'll see. We'll keep track of that. So a good piece of information to bring to everybody's attention. Now, the big news this week, of course, if everybody's listening in the financial markets, was the change in the pegged Swiss franc to the euro. They changed, and they've taken that cap off. Uh, gold is up as a result because of its safe haven status, and it's dragging silver with it. This could be hinting, as many analysts have projected, at a massive uh, European Central Bank quantitative easing program that's about to take effect. Now, the Swiss National Bank lobbed a huge bombshell into the global currency markets, and it gave up defending basically the Swiss franc against investors desperate for a safe haven uh, to get away from the Eurozone debt crisis. And it ditched its three-year-old cap of the Swiss franc at 1.2 against the euro this week, which was imposed to stave off basically the invasion of cash-seeking protection from turbulent markets. And, you know, within seconds, of course, the Swiss franc started getting pounded. And, of course, it's uh, sent markets in an extremely strange direction. You're seeing weakness in almost all currencies today against the uh, against the open market and also the pound and the U.S. dollar, two of the larger currencies. They're getting uh, hit along with... Uh, definitely the, the yen and a couple of other currencies. So this is definitely contributing to higher gold prices as people will g- move away from the Swiss franc and look for alternative safe havens such as gold. Well, you would have made a lot of money today if you own expensive gold watches because they're basically up 30% today. Wow. Because the exports that from Switzerland right now uh, are very, very expensive. This is going to be a, you know, a great effect, as Darren says, on the gold market. People are looking for a safe haven. And we 
you know, like gold, we like silver. We've been talking about it. It's been down, been hit pretty badly over the last three years. But even though we're down over the last three years, over the last 10 years, we're basically still up 400% on gold <laughs> and silver. So how bad the market is, it still had a pretty good return. At Guildhall, we sell physical product. We're not into the paper game. We don't sell certificates. We don't sell stocks. We don't sell ETFs. We don't sell futures or options on futures. We sell the physical metal. You can buy the product. You can take it home. You can store it with us. We have a depository, which we're going to talk about a little later. And we've got our e-commerce site, our retail store, where you can go to our website, guildhallwealth.com. In the right-hand corner, you'll see our e-commerce store. It's as easy as a click of a mouse to buy gold and silver. You can buy as little as a one ounce. Actually, we have a minimum of $100 order. But you can buy one ounce maple leaves. You can buy one ounce silver bars. You can buy 10 ounce bars. Uh, you can buy gold the same way, gold maple leaves, gold, one-ounce bars. You can buy quarter-half-ounce maples if you want, uh, up to 10 and up to kilo gold bars. So it's very, very easy to get in, buy it, purchase it. You can take it home, or if you want to open up an account for the depository, which is safe, secure, allocated, segregated, insured with Lloyds of London, it's a wonderful way to own product. This is the time to get in when the markets are starting to move. You know, silver is hovering at the $17 an ounce. Gold is around about $1,260 U.S. Wonderful opportunity to get in. I've been buying gold and silver myself over the last few days. I've been buying, obviously, for the last 12 years. But I think this is a great, great opportunity, and I think you're going to make nothing but money. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver and online to therealmoneyshow.com. Make sure you pick up uh, the Precious Metal Advisor, which is uh, penned by you, my friend, Darren. I'm lucky to write that for our readers, and uh, it is something that I'm definitely 100% into. And it's something that I highly encourage, on the side note, people to have. If you're listening to this show right now, you're new to it, or you have not yet subscribe to the Precious Metals Advisor. It's a wonderful newsletter. It's chock-packed full of information about the markets on a weekly basis. It's laid out in a way that's easily readable, and of course, it includes the Diamond of the Week, which is uh, certainly something that has been part of the PMA for a long time. But again, getting back to what's happening this week, I mean, there's a lot of missed information out there, and for every piece of information you know that's good, John, that they talk about in the headlines, Mm -hmm. bolstering the economy and taking it to new highs and getting back to those old highs. There's just as much, unfortunately, that's happening underneath of those headlines. And one of those things is that we're reading the indexes from around the different parts of the U.S., the largest economy in the world. And one of those things that we watch is the Philly Fed Index, And this is the factory order index out of Philadelphia. It's one of the mainstay readings that comes out uh, every month on a regular basis. And, of course, it tells us about factory activity. And, of course, it was unfortunately the biggest miss since August of 2011. It crashed from what was a 21-year high in November to the lowest since February of 2014. And the headline was actually 6.3 at print time, and they missed expectations of what they had anticipated would be 18.7. And it was following last month's drop, the biggest two-month drop since the Lehman Brothers fiasco. So this is telling us that the signs are not yet there. The economy is approving in the U.S. We're getting perhaps some uh, strength in uh, a lot of the minute areas that are important to the economy, maybe in certain sectors or higher-end homes or perhaps in lower paying jobs, we're getting volume in those, but in the real meaningful career positions or in the overall landscape, we're not seeing those those good things develop. And this is coming on the heels of also what has been the uh, worst employment sub-index plunging uh, since June 13 and the outlook for, um, you know, has been slashed literally in half in a matter of 30, 40 days in that particular index, which is called the CapEx. Uh, from 24.8 to 13.2. And again, this is telling us that we're not seeing strength in the economy. If I'm an investor, I'm not in the mode of speculating uh, like I might have when I was in the the dot-com era or when I was in the early 2000s. This is the time to take your wealth and protect it. You need to use assets that are known throughout history for doing that 
Two of those assets happen to be gold and silver, Mm -hmm. and they happen to be particularly good at it. And let's not forget, we opened our doors up in 2002, and since that time, both gold and silver have made tremendous gains, despite where they've been in the last 36 months. And, uh, of course, we expect great things from gold and silver. They have ultimately been much higher. So if you invested in gold and silver in 2005, 6, 7, 8, you've made a ton of money on these two assets. If you invested in, uh, you know, 2010, even then you would have stood a good chance of still having gained money. If you had an opportunity to sell and you took it, you may be sitting on maybe two, three times as much as you had back then already. So oh. this asset is something that's definitely recovering and in that mode of recovery as well as silver. So we like gold and silver right now. I think that these cheap prices are not going to stay with us. I spoke with David Morgan at length a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he agreed ultimately that this is uh, in the 15 range for silver and around the high 11 range for gold, the bottom of the market. Now, of course, nobody can say that with 100% certainty, but we're looking at it and we're pairing that against what the news is. And again, one of Paul's favorite reports of the week, the jobless claims, and they surged above 300 k uh, which is the highest since June of 2014. Again, another strong economic indicator that we're not seeing that forge ahead. So despite all of this money printing, despite all the great expectations and the hope, and despite all of the panelists that are you know, brought out onto all of the big media platforms to tell you and tout their stocks and tell you that the economy is rolling over, we're not seeing that in the major uh, indices and the major uh, indexes that are telling us whether or not there's economic growth. Now, to add to that, I wanted to bring up four charts that are important for talking about Canada's uh, economic recovery and what's happening there as well. And essentially, they're very simple charts that talk about the direction of the Canadian economy. And again, these are all reasons why I own gold and silver, why I encourage people to go out and buy physical gold and silver. Now, the first chart, and this is an article that was brought out by the Deutsche Bank last week. We ran it in the Precious Mills Advisor. But again, it's good to get perspective on something from the outside. And the first chart is the household debt to income. And the amount of debt uh, among Canadian households has really, really rocketed past their incomes. And it's reached a record level in the third quarter of 2014. Now, that compares to receding debt levels among American borrowers, which is very scary, especially given the fact that people still think, uh, you know, the U.S. is recovering. In the U.S., they're actually starting to have less debt slowly, but surely. So, I mean, it's an amazing thing. The so-called debt-to-income ratio is now at 162.6%, meaning for every dollar of income a Canadian earned, we collectively owed more than a dollar sixty-two. That's far more over-leveraged uh, than U.S. households are finding themselves at this point in time, and that is an extremely scary. Well, the thing. average person in the states can't get credit anyway, so there's less. I mean, they can't, right? I mean, it's the most difficult the time banks, in history. The banks don't lend money; they only lend money if you don't need it. That's the way it's always been. And that doesn't include mortgages, right? Hey, why don't we talk about that in the next uh, segment? Because uh, there's obviously a lot of news out there yep, with absolutely. Um, Target, the Target closing, uh, Caesar's Palace, a casino, uh, right. filing for Chapter 11, $10 billion. I mean, lots of things happening. And, and we uh, just got Sony as well, too, right? Just heard yeah. Sony today as we're well, taking there, this as a, well. There's a trifecta. You know? There you go. We'll take a short break. The number to start investing, one eight seven seven eight silver online to therealmoneyshow.com. And a reminder for this month, for every $5,000 of bullion purchased at the Guildhall e-store, receive a free one-gram gold maple leaf coin and free delivery. More of The Real Money Show coming up. And back out of the Real Money Show, the number to start investing is this, one eight seven seven eight silver online to therealmoneyshow.com. Make sure while you're on the website, you check out the e-store, pick up the Precious Metal Advisor. And for the remainder of January, for every $5,000 of bullion purchased at the Guildhall e-store, receive a free one gram gold maple leaf coin and free delivery. There you go. Darren, how are we uh, going with the update? Let's look at the uh, the four charts you were about to get into before we took the break, showing Canada's economy is, uh, well, not moving as fast as we thought. We did. We talked about the first chart. Yep. I really don't want to get into the rest except for one in particular, and uh, that is the percentage of people that are employed in the construction industry is right. one of the highest in history at this point in time. It It is really, really crucial to understand that if the construction industry starts to slow down, 7% of our workforce is devoted to construction. Wow. That would put a huge dent in the amount of people that are unemployed, and that's something that is... 
you know, not going to be able to be diversified quickly. They're not going to find new jobs. And that is where our housing industry is heading. If you look at the oil numbers and what it's doing to the Alberta economy, unfortunately, their housing prices, especially in Calgary, are already starting to drop. Three, four, five percent in some areas of Calgary and Edmonton. And that is just the beginning. And of course, we worry about contagion. Would that catch you know, would would in Toronto we catch the same problem as they have there? Mm-hmm. Certainly, to some extent, the TSX is uh, resource laden. Oil makes up a huge part of that, and of course, if oil continues to stumble, so do oil stocks, and of course, that puts pressure on people in the oil industry in general and the money that's surrounding it. So we are seeing that as one of the major concerns there, and of course, so much news coming uh, through the wire this week, and of course, we just got a report that Sony is beginning to shut down operations retail of their operations, retail yeah. stores yeah. in Canada. You gave us that news, John. Thank you yeah. for that. And, of course, that's scary. But you know, Same day as Target, right? They announced about 133 stores, 17,000 people out of work. Yeah, 17,000 right? people out of work. Scary, man. It is scary. Yeah. But, I mean, it just goes to show you that we aren't just looking for the deals. And sometimes, Paul, in saying what's cheap is expensive, it's the best saying you know I've ever heard because exactly. it's, it's totally true. Yeah, total misstep on their their part from what everybody's saying. Not the American experience they say they expected when the store opened here, and the results is no money, and seventeen thousand six hundred people are uh, going to be out of work, right? Yeah, but also if you look at the states, and the, you know they say they created X amount of jobs, you know they're part time jobs, yeah. uh, especially in the retail industry. And if we look now, I mean, layoffs are hitting the oil patch. The worst is yet to come. Uh, this is in Forbes magazine today. Um, you've got. Uh, Target closing 130 stores. How many people work in each store? Um, Mm -hmm. So multiply that out. Um, You're talking about the Sony retail stores. They're closing. Uh, Caesars Palace in the States today have filed for Chapter 11 for $10 billion. Crazy, That's protection against the creditors. Overextended. You know, Caesars Palace, as an example, relies on the player that's supposed to play for fun, the little old lady and you know, with a pension with a hundred dollars, they look for that type of clientele. And it's a legend. They've been decades in Vegas. Legendary and name, right? They just are not getting the people coming. Uh-huh. You know, eighty six percent of the people who go to Las Vegas, for example, don't gamble. They show so they've got fourteen percent mm-hmm. left over and the large players there's too many places to go to spend your money. But yeah. let's look at, you know, the, the other places as well, they're laying off. I think Bombardier said they were going to lay off almost a 1,000 people. The markets are not getting any better. And when you look at the U.S. dollar against the Canadian dollar, we're, you know, we're around 119, 120. Um, you know, when it comes to the winter, we import a lot of food. Yeah. We don't grow too many oranges in Ontario. Or pears, or bananas, you know, I mean, everything's imported. And it's trickling down just because oil prices or gasoline at the pump is 88, 90 cents. You really, you know, so you may save, you know, a few dollars, uh, you know, by on your fill-ups, but you're paying more for your groceries. You're paying more for every imported item that comes, whether it comes from the States or whether it comes from China. You're still paying mm-hmm. the tariffs. You're still paying that extra because everything is traded to, whether it doesn't matter to the States, whether it's to China, it's all in U.S. dollars. So it has to be converted. So there's a problem. And we feel in these turbulent times, and I think turbulent times are coming, I think the Dow is going to take a bit of a hit uh, it's starting to come off for the first uh, month of the year. It's had, you know, quite a few losing days. Gold is moving up. Silver is moving up. We love gold and silver. That's our business. We are bullion dealers. We don't deal in paper. We don't deal in ETFs or certificates, stocks, mining stocks. We don't deal in futures or options on futures. We deal with a physical product. A guild hall you can buy whether you want to buy one ounce, 10 ounce, 100 ounce bars of silver, whether you want to buy one ounce, 10 ounce kilo bars of gold, it's available for you. If you would like to take it home, you can go to our website. It's guildhallwealth.com. In the right-hand corner, you'll see an e-commerce site. It's as easy as a click of a mouse to go on, find the product you're looking for. You can have it delivered to you, or you can have it picked up, or you can pick it up. Or if you want to open an account to put your metal in a depository. I don't tell people to take product home 
you know, there are home invasions. I don't keep, you know, a dollar's worth of silver or gold at home. It's in the depository. It's in safe, secure, allegated, segregated, and insured with Lloyds of London. I can sleep at night. I don't have to worry about someone knocking on the door to come try to rob me or a home invasion. There's nothing there for you to get, guys. Anyway... (laughs) It's a, a safe investment. Gold and silver looks like it's, it's about to turn. We've had three and a half years of going basically sideways because of the easy money that's gone come from the States in quantitative easing, but it's gone to Wall Street. It's gone to the banks. And if you start looking today at the uh, Dow and you look at the, the bank stocks, who got all the money. They got all the money from from the Fed and from everywhere else it was cheap. They're all not making... The, they're not meeting their mark at the street. They've all fell behind. And it's going to get tougher and tougher for the banks to make money, especially in the States, considering they don't even lend anybody. They only lend the people that have the security or their own. And so it's an interesting concept. But this is a great, great time. If you want... Information about our depository, just call us. You can go to John to give out the numbers. Mm-hmm. If you want an investing kit, we will send it to you. If you need the precious metal, you don't need, you should get the precious metal advisor. Yep. It's full of information on what's happening in the market. Darren writes the article every week, the main article, but we also put other articles from other people, not just our opinion, but other people that we respect in the marketplace, as well as telling you about investing in natural fancy colored diamonds. It's a great opportunity today to get into the market to own gold, silver, and natural fancy color diamonds. I've been a collector and an investor for a long, long time. I always tell the story, and I'm going to tell it once again. I have two grandkids. One's eight, one's six. Every birthday, I give them an ounce of gold. I've been doing this for eight years. The first ounce of gold I gave my granddaughter, gold was at $500. (laughs) You know, three years ago, it was as high as $1,900. But even if we look today at $1,260, over eight years from 500 to the price today at 1260 the kids are still better off than me giving them $500 on their birthday. Of course, yeah. It's a great, great investment. In the same time, if you look at investing in gold, you know, if you go to the shows, see CNBC, BNN, you know, they always talk about there's no value in gold. It doesn't give you dividends. Well, let me tell you something. In You know, 40 years ago, you could have bought a single family home in Toronto for about $40,000. Today, that single family home is worth 400000 But gold was trading at $35 an ounce back then, and it would have took 257 ounces of gold to buy that home. That 257 ounces of gold today is worth about a million three. The house is worth 400000 So, again, you know, if you're an investor or you have investments in, in second homes that you rent out, you don't have to run around with a plunger. You don't have to worry about tenants. Gold is a hard asset. It's been a hard asset for over 5,000 years. You know, when galleons go down in the sea, you know, they're still looking for that gold and silver Spanish galleons. In World War II, when the boats went down, ships went down from England going across to Europe with payroll for the soldiers they were in paper notes nobody dives for paper notes so it's common sense it's a great time to buy gold and silver if you're looking you know to put your kids through school as well you're looking for retirement this is the time to put a put away every month something in a gold and silver cost average every month doesn't matter whether silver's 17 dollars this week and it's 18 dollars next week or it goes to 50 dollars if you buy an average every month you're going to do extremely well and you should have 15 to 20 percent of gold and silver in your portfolio just as protection. You have life insurance, you have health insurance, home insurance, car insurance. Why not have some insurance on your capital? And the best way to do that is own gold and silver. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number Paul is talking about and online to therealmoneyshow.com. Darren, do you think it's a fact that people just don't know the facts? I think it is. I think it is the problem. People don't know the facts because they're too busy. John, they have everyday lives that take them to work, nine to five, families, and who really sits down and takes a look at the financial landscape and tries to determine the best route for their family? They pay somebody else to do it or they don't do it at all. And that's the problem with a lot of families these days. They may have cash in the bank, but they don't know what to do with it. And part of that process of education starts with understanding the facts. And I mean, if you look at Canada, look, 
I'll be the first to admit we've enjoyed a huge, many for many years, a huge global commodities boom, and we are now finding ourselves contending with a market full of debt and inflated housing prices. And I say that because we're looking at these safe havens of gold, silver, and colored diamonds as only one group of alternatives. There are others out there, but these should make up part of your portfolio now, not in five months from now, not in two years from now when you get around to actually doing it. You should sit down with a company that you're comfortable with, whether it's Guildhall or not, and you should really think seriously about adding these type of assets to your portfolio. I mean, if you look just south of the border, For all the hype about jobs and the booming GDP and the economy, the major portion of the retailer calendar around Christmas was a total bust. And in many ways, it was worse than last year, which emphasizes simply how the business cycle, as it was understood in textbook economics, it no longer applies, John. And that's part of the reason why people become lazy. If they can't see it for themselves, they don't want to bother to take the time. And I appreciate that. I'm guilty of it, as I'm sure Paul and everybody else here at our show is. But the U.S. economy, indeed, the global economy, um, as there are well, really no idiosyncrasies in the globally financialized world, remains stubbornly captured by attrition. And that's a problem because if you look at retail sales, excluding autos, they were barely 3% in December. And who would have thought that with all the hype around the lineups and, you know, the, the special holidays in Door the crashers US, right? And, and this business. and that. I can't tell you how many emails I got over the Christmas season um, telling me about a sale that's on a one-day, two-hour, mm-hmm. five-day, six-day, one-week, you know, the Black Friday, the whole nine yards. 6 a.m. opening, all and this And what business. good did it do? Still about half of what should mark the floor for an actual economic expansion is is... All we're getting, we're getting about 3% in retail sales growth when we should be getting about 6 just as the floor. Then we can talk about the economy expanding. <laughs> and if you take it as a unified calendar event, the core of Christmas shopping, subtracting both, let's say, food sales and autos, it was the third worst of this century, meaning 2014's holiday season was only better than the two recession years wow. so far in you know this millennia. So it doesn't surprise me that people are fooled by this. They see all these big, huge box stores with sales and they think things are going great. But the reality is you have to look to protect yourself. And the fastest way to do that, the easiest way, and the, the way that's been known throughout the longest term in history is to have gold and silver and now colored diamonds in your portfolio. The way to get them is one eight seven seven eight silver That's the first phone call. And then uh, bounce over the realmoneyshow.com. Make sure you take advantage of that. Sign up for the Precious Metal Advisor. Get the advisor kit. And a reminder as well, for every $5,000 of bullion purchased at the Guildhall e-store, receive a free one-gram gold maple leaf coin and free delivery. We'll uh, take a quick break and get into natural fancy color diamonds on The Real Money Show next. And back with more of The Real Money Show. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver Online, therealmoneyshow.com. Get the Precious Metal Advisor, the Investor Kit. And also for every $5,000 of bullion purchased at the Guildhall e-store, receive a free one-gram gold maple leaf coin and free delivery for the remainder of this month. Let's talk diamonds, Darren. Love the diamonds. Love the color diamonds. For good reason, John. They're money makers, and that's uh, what I love most about them. To each their own. Paul talks about the luxuriousness of of owning a colored diamond and the beauty and the passion that goes into buying them, how each one is like a family member. I love making money, John. And when I think (laughs) of colored diamonds, it's exactly where my headspace is. I use them to make money. Now, this week we sent out the Precious Mills Advisor, and in it we highlighted a diamond of the week. We're going to talk entry level here for a minute. It's a 1.01 carat Fancy yellow, internally flawless cushion. It is the starting point for any investor. If you are looking to get your foot wet and try something in colored diamonds and you have a limited budget, this is the starting point. It's $10,995 Canadian. It is a fancy yellow, has good color. It's internally flawless, so clarity is impeccable. And this is the type of diamond which over the next... Six to eight years will double in price. And again, this is something that's easy to acquire. It's a beautiful starting point. And of course, this could mark your very first yellow moving on to pink and so on. Wicked. But the thing you have to realize, we are pricing our diamonds in Canadian dollars. We purchase in U.S. dollars. Ouch. So if that diamond you know, sits on the website, whether it's six months or a year, if it doesn't sell, just in currency alone, the currency right now is 1.20. It's up 20%. So that diamond is 10995 Canadian. 
in theory it should be around about $12,000 to $13,000 just on the basis of the currency. In the last two months, we're up 5% alone. You know, in in October, we were at 114, 115. Now we're at 119, 120. So you can see we haven't changed our prices. You know, if it's on the website, we've paid for it. It's up there. You, you're going to take advantage of unbelievable pricing. Now, every diamond that we have is a spectacular diamond. We go out of our way to buy incredible diamonds that are the best of the best. You know, if we buy a diamond, it has to meet all the specifications. First of all, the, the first thing that we look at is color. Um, it has to be evenly saturated with color. If it's a yellow, if it's a fancy, it has to be even. The same with an intense, which is a stronger color, and a vivid, which is even a deeper, deeper color. It has to be evenly saturated. The next thing we look at is the cut of the diamond. Now, when we look at cuts, we, in especially in natural fancy color diamonds, you tend to go with cushions, radiance, for the simple reason, emerald cuts, because they give off the fire and the scintillation in the in the stone, the make of the diamond. The more the facets that are cut in such a way that you see amazing colors. Just you look at the diamond, you just turn it just slightly, and and colors just fly off of it. So color is really important, and and the cut. The next thing we look at is the clarity. Now, we try to go out and buy internally flawless. That means there's no inclusions in the diamond, especially in yellows. In pinks, it's extremely hard to find diamonds of pink quality internally flawless because they just don't come out of the ground that way. They come with inclusions, but we sell just... A second, we'll call it secondary, we sell VS quality, which is so hard to find in pinks, but that's all we carry. We don't carry SI1 or SI2 or I1. In our opinion, they're not, in, they're not investment grades, yep. and they won't go up as fast as an internally flawless or a VS in an argyle pink. So we do that. The next thing is the carat weight. When you're buying, for example, a yellow diamond, you have to buy a minimum of a carat. And the reason is those are the diamonds that resell easily in the future. Uh, they're in great demand. I'm having the toughest time right now finding vivid, internally flawless, from a carat size to a carat 49. Impossible to find, and the prices have gone through the roof. I'm paying 20 and 30% more today than I was paying six months ago. And there's a difference of 20 cents on the dollar, 20% on the dollar. So they're up almost 50% just on the difference of the dollar and the uniqueness of trying to find a vivid internally flawless. So our collection, we, you know, I'm proud to say we probably have more internally flawless yellow diamonds than anybody in the world up on our website. They're available. Every diamond we own. They're available to you. There's no bait and switch. We don't show you a diamond and say, oh, we don't have this diamond or whatever. So it's really, really important that the diamond, you see the diamond. You know, when you're buying a diamond, the diamond actually chooses you. You really don't choose a diamond. That's what happens when you're buying. Every diamond that we have and we sell comes with a GIA, which is a Gemology Institute of America. And I spoke briefly in the first yep. uh, segment about how GIA is hiring about 80 new gemologists just to do their diamond grading because, you know, color diamonds are becoming, people are aware out there and, you know, people want this quality. And the, the reason that you have to have a GIA is that, you know, there are some man-made diamonds out there. So when you're getting a diamond, you want to be able to know that you're getting the best quality and that this is a natural fancy colored diamond. It hasn't been enabled in any way, shape or form. If you're looking to retire, if you're looking to put your kids through school, whether it's 10, 15 years down the road, natural fancy colored diamonds, since they've been keeping records over the last 40 years, have never, ever dropped in value. They tend to double every four to five years. And when I say every four to five years, it all depends what type of diamond you're buying. For example, if you were buying a red, 
which is almost impossible to find. And we do have a red that we're going to be bringing to our clients. It's a 0.48 pear shape. It's a VS fancy, which again is extremely rare. This diamond, in actual fact, has doubled in price in the last two years. Blues, very, very hard to find. When we do find a blue of internally flawless, we sell them pretty quick. And blue diamonds tend as well to double every two to three years, but you're going to put out a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, for a one-carat vivid internally flawless, you're going to pay anywhere from six to $700,000 a carat, maybe even more if you can find one. To find a one-carat red in a VS quality, you're paying anywhere from $1.8 million to $2.3 million today. Vivid yellows. You know, 10 years ago, we were selling a one-carat. You could have bought a Vivid for around about fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars 15000 Today, you're looking anywhere from thirty-eight dollars to $45,000 a carat. That is a great, great investment, and it's something that's going to keep on going up in value. There is no new diamond mines coming on site. You know, 30 years ago, China wasn't booming. India wasn't booming. Today, they want what we have in the West, and they pay 20%, 30% more. I go to China on a regular basis. I'll be there in September to the jewelry show. And I look to buy stones, and every, whether it's rough diamonds for us to recut or get recut for us, or to buy cut stones finished di- directly from the cutters and polishers, we are being outbid. In last year's tender, you know, which is the Argyle tender in for pink diamonds. They put out about 55 of their best diamonds every year yep. into a tender, and it starts off in Perth, Australia, because there are, you know, the mines in Western Australia. It goes to Hong Kong, and this year it went to London. Occasionally it goes to New York. You are invited to bid on this tender. You know, in 2012, we were fortunate enough to get three diamonds. In 2013, we bid 30% more than we did the previous year, we never got anything. And last year, with my partners, we bid ridiculous prices. And out of the 55 diamonds this year that went into the tender, I think there was only eight that were VS quality. We have up on our website right now Argyles, and I think we've got four Argyle pinks, all VS quality. So it just shows you how rare. And these diamonds are just going up Every three years, they're virtually doubling. We can't find VS quality Argyle pinks. We have, we deal with, you know, people that deal directly with Argyle, with the mine, and they're always looking for us because they know that's all the quality that we sell. You know, people send me every single day, I get emails for diamonds. I turn down hundreds of diamonds on a weekly basis because they don't meet our criteria. Somebody else is buying those diamonds. You need to know what you're doing. One of the things we offer you, my daughter Nicole, uh, she wrote a 10-step guide of how to buy a natural fancy colored diamond. If you would like the 10-step guide, please call us. We'll be happy to send you a hard copy or email it out to you if it will help you make your decision. We buy the best for the simple reason that somewhere down the road, whether it's five years, 10 years, 15 years, you're going to bring that diamond back to us. I don't want to sell, and I'm going to be a little rude, I don't want to sell a piece of crap because if I have to sell it once and then try to sell it twice is really tough. You know, you can deal and talk to people that sell diamonds and colored diamonds, and the question you have to ask them, Do you resell? Will you take the diamonds back? And most people will tell you, we sell diamonds, we don't take them back. At Guildhall, we will take back the diamonds to resell, and we will take them through a process of sending them to, you know, memoing uh, to all of our clients, the diamond emailing campaign, sending hard copies, advertising it on the radio, advertising it through different types of media, and we will help you sell that diamond. There's a fee that you will incur of 10% of the value of the diamond. But let me tell you, if you buy a diamond for $50,000 and hold on for an argyle pink for maybe 7, 10 years and you can get $150,000, $200,000, you'll be happy to pay the 10% to me. And we will be happy to get that diamond back to have the opportunity Opportunity to resell something that's so spectacular. And you mentioned that the Argyle mine is set to close. It's not going to be around 2018, forever, right? Even now, the diamonds are getting smaller. The quality is not as good because, you know, when it first opened, it was picking, you know, the low 
through. But today, mm-hmm. it's yep. not happening. They've got to go deeper and deeper, and it's and it's more expensive, and the quality is not there. So, you know, even in our business, we find that, you know, some of the dealers we deal with, they're amazing. They buy or they've cut and polished diamonds, and what they're doing is they're taking the vivids and they're putting them to the back of the safe because <laughs> they're thinking, why should I sell it to you when I can just put it in the back of the safe? I can make 20 to 30% a year, and I'll bring it out in four or five years, and I'll double or triple my money. That's how they're thinking. And the only time they want to sell something is when they have to pay the rent or they're buying new products. That's right. And that's, all, that's when they you know, tend to sell something. But we're not getting people calling us with high, high quality. We get people calling us trying to sell product that we just would not buy. So if you go to our collection, go to Guildhall Diamonds, you'll see an unbelievable selection of yellows internally flawless from fancy, intense to vivid. Look at our pink section and look at our blue-greens. Blue-greens to me are the next blues and next right. reds. They're extremely hard to find. They are beautiful. They're aqua color, aquamarine. They're just stunning. And these are the type of investments will only make you money. one eight seven seven eight silver and online to therealmoneyshow.com or guildhalldiamonds.com. Make sure when you stop by, you get yourself the Precious Metals Advisor, grabbing an end, uh, the investor kit and the 10-step buying guide for purchasing a natural fancy color diamond. More of The Real Money Show coming up. And back into the Real Money Show, the number is one eight seven seven eight silver and the Real Money Since we're talking about diamonds, you go to guildhalldiamonds.com as well. Pick up the Precious Metal Advisor, the Investor Kit, and uh, once again for the remainder of this month, for every five thousand dollars of bullion purchased at the Guildhall e store, receive a free one gram gold maple leaf coin and free delivery. Check it out. Back into diamonds, Paul. Love these. Yeah, things. it was an interesting uh, weekend. You know, the Golden Globes uh, was on the weekend, and mm-hmm. uh, on the red carpet there was uh, actresses like Alison Janney and uh, Kate Beckinsale were wearing uh, diamonds. Um, Alison was wearing a beautiful bracelet and ring, which was a, a natural fancy color yellow. Some of the other actresses were wearing uh, dripping in champagne color. Right. Uh, rings or or earrings or whatever. I just, you know, like to tell people just because white and brown diamonds were on the red carpet uh, this season, it doesn't mean that the trend is or this is where the investments lie. Um, You shouldn't be fooled by companies selling brown diamonds, otherwise known as cognac or chocolate or champagne. I love the way they come up with the names. Yeah, they're all foods and beverages. Yes. But they're not rare. There's an abundance of brown diamonds. Mm. In actual fact, Rio Tinto, that owns uh, the Argyle Mine, had so many of these brown diamonds um, that they came up with an unbelievable marketing scheme. I mean, they were worth about $15 a carat. So Kids are playing tiddlywinks with them in the streets. Yes, uh, really no value, but they decided <laughs> to start marketing them, cutting and polishing them. There is no value. It's the same as black diamonds. People say, oh, black diamonds are so rare. It's a piece of coal. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's no value whatsoever. Yeah. You need to get into a natural fancy color diamond, and this is where... You know, the GIA comes in, as, as I said earlier, that, you know, they're bringing on, uh, actually, since 2013, they've brought on 130 diamond graders into the market. And the reason for that is that you want to get a GIA, and the GIA will tell you everything about the diamond, the dimensions, the color, if it's a colored diamond, the table size, the depth. And you want to know that you're getting a natural, untreated diamond. Right. That's the most important thing because they're extremely rare. You know, these diamonds, you know, you can't turn on a faucet or a tap or whatever it is and produce a natural fancy color diamonds. They were formed billions of years ago. Um, You know, they just, it's not something that you can just manufacture overnight. To cut and polish a diamond, it takes, for for an exquisite diamond, about 17 people handle that diamond from the time the diamond gets to the first cutter that's going to cleave it and look in or just put a tiny facet to look into the diamond to figure out what type of cut that diamond's going to be to the polisher, to, you know, all the way down until it finally gets to a retailer. We're a second-tier wholesaler because we deal directly with cutters and polishers. We don't deal with the middlemen. We're dealing direct. So what we bring to you is the finest quality Every diamond, as I said, comes with a GIA, and we also give you an independent appraisal. And that's 
just to get an idea of what's happening in the marketplace that you can see, you know, every year we produce a new appraisal for our clients. There's a small cost to do that, but we produce an appraisal from an independent appraisal to show how much the diamonds have increased. And they are increasing, and especially right now with the currency where the dollar, our Canadian dollar is a dollar twenty against a US dollar. And every diamond that we buy at Guildhall is purchased in the diamond market with US dollars. So this is you know, if you go to our website, you're going to see an incredible collection of yellows, pinks, blues, blue-green diamonds that are investment grade. And we say investment grade. The type of diamonds we sell, yellows, as much as possible, we buy internally flawless. But sometimes I will buy a VS quality in a vivid on color alone. If the color is just incredible, I'm not worried so much about the clarity. I'm more worried about the color than the clarity or even, you know, the cut. But color is the most important thing. So at Guildhall, you know, we sell the best. If you were going to buy a Rolls Royce, you're not going to buy a Rolls Royce with a dent and scratch in it, a brand new one. You want the best that money can buy. You know, do you want a Ferrari with a big scratch down the side? Definitely not. You want to show off what you've got. We also give you the opportunity. You buy a diamond as an investment, but you may decide you want to wear it. We have wealth a designer, to wear. Wealth to wear. And mm-hmm. we have a designer that we work with. We produce the most beautiful pieces of jewelry, whether it's rings, uh, whether it's pendants, whether it's earrings. If you're fortunate enough to Valentine's Day coming up, um, we've got – actually, it should be, and I hope next week, we have a 0.46 argyle pink heart-shaped diamond. It's an incredible diamond, wow. and it's going to be up on the website next week, and that's going to make somebody the, the most beautiful – Valentine Day's present. One eight seven seven eight silver and the real money show dot com. Darren, let's uh, get back and wrap up the week. Talk about metals a little more. The forecast for two thousand fifteen. What do you think? Your well, opinion? We were, we were talking about uh, in the second segment facts versus fears in yeah. two thousand and fifteen gold forecasts are the best way to put those aside. Now, in the mainstream media coverage last year, gold was largely either ignored or despised. And I would say there was one winner in particular. I dug up a quote from the chief economist for Citigroup named Willem Buter, and he labeled gold shiny Bitcoin and said no bank should hold it in reserves. And of course, of course, he's going to know better than every central bank around the world. But all the same, given the pervasiveness of such views, I feel it's really important to provide some equilibrium. So what I did here was I got an article that talks a little bit about what some of the major analysts are saying about gold uh, from last year and into this year. And we'll start with Jim Rogers. He's a billionaire and the co-founder of the Soros Quantum Fund. He's outspoken person. A lot of people do know him. He publicly said he thinks there's going to be financial chaos over the next 10 years. And he's not sure whether that'll be in the form of monetary disaster or war, but he thinks that it is highly likely that there's going to be turmoil and it could come from a gigantic debt problem. And if it does happen... He's going to say that this wave of turmoil will likely take gold substantially higher. And we're not talking about gold at 18 or 19 or 2,000 an ounce. No. We're talking about seeing gold move up to the likes of 3,500, 5,000 an ounce and higher than that. And again, it's something that has been called for by many analysts prior to this happening. And he confirmed that he's not going to be selling any of his gold in 2015. Another individual that people are probably very familiar with, Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. He's a chairman and editor of Forbes Media Group, and he came out with a candid endorsement of bringing back gold as legal tender. And I quote, he said, a weak U.S. dollar is a threat to the global economy, and the only way to stop the greenback's decline is to reintroduce a gold standard. Now, in all likelihood, that's very impossible to do considering how many actual dollars are out there floating around versus how many yeah, ounces are out there. You'd have to snatch back, confiscate all the gold. You'd have to confiscate all the gold and then bring, they did it before. Yeah, and he yeah. said that you know different currency valuation methods have been tried for more than 4,000 years and experience shows that having a gold standard has been the only way that an economy has thrived and remained consistent for long periods of time. In addition to his thoughts, I mean, there are others. Mark Faber... Uh, who we had, uh, you know, as, yep, a, as a, yep. a, on this show, 
he was talking about and reminds us that uh, while gold has been a miserable performer since 2011, it's up more than four times since the late 1990s. Gold has done, uh, ha- hasn't done that badly, he says, and it, and it has done actually better than stocks. And he said, I'm not a prophet, but I'm telling you, I want to own some gold because I don't trust the financial system anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's really what these analysts are saying. And well, even Gerald Salenti that we've had on the show Absolutely. says gold is for my, you know, he doesn't sell his gold. Gold is for my golden years. For my retirement, and that's the smart thinking. And these are, you know, these are not uh, gold bugs that run around with gas masks and you know bottles of water in their basement and the tinfoil tin, tin, hat yeah, tins of spam or whatever it is. <laughs> it doesn't happen. These are smart people that make a lot of money in the markets, trendsetters. And in actual fact, I think we have David Morgan on the show next week, don't we? Yes, we do. Next week, yes. If you're listening, uh, please do tune in. We're going to run a show with David Morgan. and We're excited to have him because of all the people that we've spoken with, and in particular myself. Uh, David Morgan seems to have his head on very straight, and he does... Uh, certainly not make the mistake of prognosticating too far ahead of himself. He just basically says these are quality assets and it is the time to buy. And he's pretty certain that the bottom is in in both gold and silver. So while we look ahead at the year, there's a lot more happening. And of course, we're still in January. The prices are still cheap. If you're a buyer of gold and silver or new to this market and you're wondering what the next steps are, go ahead and shop around. That's the first start. Know what you want to buy ahead of time. Find out the value in buying bars versus coins. And these are all things that can be accomplished by connecting with us at Guild Hall. But, of course, don't take our word for it. Shop the price around and what you'll find, like I did yesterday with the caller that called into our office. He had shopped around to some 20 places, both by phone and by Internet, and found that our gold coins, for some reason, were as much as $50 less per uh, gold coin than other purveyors. And again, that's just an easy purchase to make, and it couldn't be simpler. If you're looking to take some product home, very easy to do. You can start with coins or one-ounce bars. In gold, in silver, the same thing. There are smaller denominations in gold, and there are larger. But in silver, most common form are the silver maples, if you're taking them home, or the one-ounce and 10-ounce bars. If you're looking to open up a depository account in silver and gold, I would suggest considering an equal portion on both or maybe a 70-30-60-40 split. If you're taking gold, it might be smart to do so in one-ounce increments and in silver and 100-ounce bars if you're looking at storing larger or amounts. Even the, uh, we've actually got a very large shipment coming in, and they're very, very hard to find, is the 10-ounce silver Royal Canadian Mint Bar. We've been waiting uh, for those since November. Well, we've had a, an, a huge order in since November the 6th. We actually ran out of stock, I think, on December the 28th. We had a huge amount. We sold every one that we had, and we had, we've got lots of orders in, but they're coming in on Friday or Monday. Uh, so that's a great, great buy is the 10-ounce silver bar Royal Mint. Uh, everybody loves it because the bar's numbered as well. And this is one of the things that we do for the depository where you can put your product into the depository. We give you the bar numbers. That product is titled to you. Nobody can sell, touch, do anything with that product. You want to visit the depository? We set up a, a, a visitation for you. All we need is 24 hours notice, and they will bring out your product, show you your product. If you put a scratch on a one-ounce maple, that's the maple that you're going to get back. That's in a segregated, allocated. Cool. And if you buy $5,000 worth of metal... You U.S. U.S., uh, you will receive from us a one gram maple, gold maple. And if you're a couple of dollars short, we'll still give you the, you know, the one gram. But it's, that's what we do. We look after our clients. Service is number one. We service our clients to death. And the last thing I want to do is talk quickly about uh, how much we have going into paper versus physical. Remember, if you're an investor, you're looking to buy into gold and silver, the most common thing to do is buy it in paper form. It's the wrong way to invest. I'm going to spend some time in a couple of upcoming shows dealing with this, talking about the statistics, but alarmingly, 97% of purchases in gold and silver are still being completed via paper. So this is something to avoid. You want the physical, take it out of the market, don't allow anybody else to own it. Well, it's like the same thing. Somebody said, how do I know that you've got the gold or silver? I said, come in, let me drop a 100-ounce bar on your foot. (laughs) You'll feel it. You'll feel it. Good one this week, boys. We'll take it from there. Uh, 1-877-8-SILVER is the number to start investing. Bounce over the realmoneyshow.com and start there as well. This has been The Real Money Show.